Welcome to the Startup East podcast. I'm Holly Chisholm, Program Coordinator with InnovaCorp. And today I'm speaking with Matthias Bernstein and Duma Young of Masking Omen. In this episode, we're going to dig into ethical commercialization of indigenous knowledge, an unexpected opportunity to develop a product, and developing a roadmap as a very early stage company. Let's hear Matthias and Duma's startup story. This podcast is brought to you by InnovaCore. From incubation to acceleration and beyond, we find, fund, foster innovation that strives to change the face of business in Nova Scotia. Great things are happening on the East Coast of Canada. Welcome to Startup East, the podcast. I'm your host, Holly Chisholm, and today I'm speaking with Matthias Bernstein from Masco Woman. Hi, Matthias. Welcome. Hi, Holly. Thanks for having me. Um, so we'd like to kick things off with um, having you introduce yourself. Uh, so can you tell me a little bit about yourself and what your role is with the company? Yeah, so I'm uh, Matthias Bierensteel. I'm the co-founder and co-president of Masquioman. My partner is Duma Young. He's also the co-founder and co-president. And together we have founded a um, company which is called Masquioman. Masqui is the Mi'kmaq term for birch bark and omen is oil so because we're using a traditional Mi'kmaq birch bark extract for skincare. So what made you guys want to start your company? Well we're we're kind of accidental entrepreneurs. So I'm a chemist. I work at Cape Breton University and so is Duma. Well Duma works at Cape University. He's not a chemist. He is an ethnobotanist. He is also a lawyer and he actually rediscovered the traditional Mi'kmaq recipe about Masquiyoman. It was from stories from elders, actually only two elders in Membertu knew about the story, and one of which since actually has passed away, so it was almost forgotten. And so he pieced the story together in kind of how can we make uh, this oil from birch bark, and uh, that's what he did. And then he, I met him at the university, and he, we, he and him and I, we talked about, and I said, I can help out being, being a chemist because the extract is obtained in a fireplace campfire method. And I thought, like, that's a chemical reaction. I can help with that, and we can make that hopefully a little bit better. And, uh, yeah, and so uh, Duma and I were working on this one now together for over seven years now. And uh, Duma showed it to uh, the community and taught them how to make the oil and also how to put it in soaps or creams. And um, that's that's what we did. And then the people were using it. And then they came back and says, like, my eczema outbreak is gone the next day, rashes or acne outbreaks. The skin is better than ever. And they said to do my, hey, we need more soaps. Do you have more soaps? And that's how we kind of got started from that by, by basically saying, OK, there's a great demand here. This is really exciting. Can we uh, commercialize that so that people will benefit from uh, uh, the traditional Mi'kmaq knowledge? Yeah, definitely an accidental entrepreneur story. So what has your career path been like up until this point? Well, I think it's fairly straightforward. I'm a chemist. I studied at university, did my PhD, postdoc, and then for 15 years now, I'm at uh, Cape Breton University and started my independent research uh, program 
at various projects. Traditionally, I'm an inorganic chemist, but I'm working on inorganic and organic processes and just being kind of excited about what's going on. And yeah, so that's kind of how I started with Duma by really saying, what can we do? How can we analyze the oil? What is actually in there? We know that there are more than 200 compounds in there. So now we need to identify that and how can we um, make things better. So why do you think starting a company in Nova Scotia is a good idea? Well, there's demand. (laughs) 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 I think as a researcher, one wants, you know, knowledge that is created and found to be disseminated. So typically this is in conference presentations and uh, uh, scientific publications, but ultimately you want it to be as widespread and widely used. And this is, I think, where Musqueoman, the birch bark extract project, is so exciting because we really can see the direct impact of this, what people see. It's not academic anymore. It's really kind of, we see that people who have been suffering from skin condition, sometimes the whole life, suddenly see a vast relief of their symptoms. And so this is really good. And it also goes along with the course and the goal and objectives of research grants, particularly the one that Duma and I are currently holding, which is a CIHR research grant. That's the Canadian Institute of Health Research. And uh, one of the mandate there is not just to create new papers, new articles, but really can we get relief uh, to people. So right now it's just it's just the two of you, right? You haven't started to assemble a team yet or full on manufacturing. It's it's complicated. <laughs> so the company right now is exactly the Duma and me, but we're growing. As you're aware from InnovaCorp, we were one of the winners of the fall spark competition. So that helped tremendously in getting things started and making more of the oil and scaling up. But what is important with that as well is uh, we're not just like there to just make the soaps and the oil and, you know, sell it and get rich. It's really we want to make sure that people benefit from it. And one particular aspect that we're focusing on is the ethical commercialization of a traditional mm-hmm. Mi'kmaq medicine. And uh, that is something very new. Duma did great work on that over the past 20 years with knowledge that was held by elders. And so we want to make sure that the community benefits from that. And with that, we have been always working with Member 2 over the past seven years. And they're actually now joining us as a major partner in order to kind of grow and celebrate the knowledge that the Mi'kmaq people have. And That's incredible. So where do you see your company in five years? Well, go big or go home. (laughs) I hope that Musqueoman will be a key name in the uh, skincare uh, and healthcare marketplace uh, in Canada and US, uh, hopefully worldwide. That's the big reach for the stars. You know, we're taking it a step at a time. We're obviously planning for growth. And that's kind of what we're doing. We're now looking at we just got the license, so we have a cosmetics license right now to sell it on the cosmetics label. So it's really skin care, but ultimately we would like to go into the natural health product field to have it actually as an approved over-the-counter medicine. So where can you buy Maskeoman soap right now? 
Or can you? <laughs> I have one right here right now. So I'm really working out of my garage and basement right now. As we're in talks with member two, they have a great factory building that we can move into. And so we want to sell it through local outlets as well, an online presence. Uh, we're really just starting about that and you will hear about it soon. So in the next month or so, uh, we will have a, a big launch on that people can buy the product uh, very straightforward and we can deliver them to their house or they can pick it up. I'm sure there's lots of people that are anxiously waiting for that to go live. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. Because it's like we're still working on packaging right now. I'm putting it in a Ziploc bag right now with, with the necessary ingredient labels and to satisfy Health Canada regulations. But uh, we're already then speaking with people and local artists to have uh, and captured the essence of mask and that we're doing it in an ethical way to celebrate the Mi'kmaq knowledge and Mi'kmaq traditions. And that we can also then put a marker in the business field that this is us. You're listening to Startup East, a podcast highlighting Nova Scotia's startup community, brought to you by InnovaCore. Our target sectors include information technology, clean technology, life sciences, and ocean technology. We're especially interested in deep technology opportunities, which we define as technology based on a scientific discovery or new engineering innovation. We find, fund, foster innovation that strives to change the world. And we love a good startup story. This series features entrepreneurs building technology companies in Nova Scotia, Canada. Thanks for listening in. I think it's really great that you guys are sort of embracing and celebrating the community, like where this knowledge has come from. And that's really a strong part of the brand. It absolutely is. And unfortunately, Duma couldn't make it to uh, this podcast right now. He can tell you much more about this. How he tells us is the knowledge was always widely shared by the Mi'kmaq community. However, people are using it and they are benefiting themselves. So the community wasn't really benefiting. And so about, you know, 20, 30 years ago, the community asked, should, can we go forward? They would have said, absolutely not. And uh, through ongoing talks over the really the last two decades with the community, we created their trust that this is really there, that the community benefits from that. And we want to incorporate Mi'kmaq practices as well into the business model. This doesn't really exist for now, but clearly we have to be in the Canadian legal framework. And this again comes where Duma's background as a lawyer is so important to actually conform that we can kind of build a, a Mi'kmaq traditional Mi'kmaq business with those ethical considerations. And that's quite exciting for me as well, kind of to see everything is kind of new, new to me as well. But how can we combine kind of the the Western way of doing business with uh, Mi'kmaq way of doing business? Sort of incredible that you guys have created this wonderful product. You're, you know, seem to be doing a great job bringing it to market, but you're also sort of forging sort of this new perspective to look at business and how you work with traditional methods and stuff. So I'm excited to see what you guys um, do going forward. So if you have to give one piece of advice 
to someone who is thinking about entrepreneurship or maybe they're out there at home listening to this thinking, you know, they have an idea in the back of their head, but they haven't acted on it yet. What piece of advice would you give for that person? Move, go forward. <laughs> talk to people, talk to people at Innova Corp. We talk to people at uh, other agencies as well. Talk to local business owners. They started small as well at some point and get their input. It takes a while to get where we are. You know, it's, it's a journey. Like it's, it really takes a while. There's always some course correction along the way, kind of what to do and how to go about. So it's just one step at a time. Don't forget about the goal, you know, kind of where you want to end up with. And then, and just like jump into it. It's a lot of work, but it's also exciting. And so that's, I think, what I can say. I'm learning as I go. At, um, there's a lot of transferable skills that one has as a researcher. But now I'm learning about marketing. <laughs> I just downloaded an audiobook about that. Uh, and, uh, you know, kind of how do we go about with that and kind of bring your, your uh, idea then to market and really, really see it. It's, it comes back to about the customers and really the people. In this case here, the people have sensitive skins and skin conditions. And we just hope that they can benefit from this product really great advice. I think people are always overwhelmed on where to start, but you just need to jump in with both feet. Absolutely. And it takes longer than, <laughs> than one thing. There's always a, a hiccup and uh, officially we incorporated just at the beginning of the pandemic. So, uh, uh, which, you know, makes uh, things a little bit more complicated as well. But that's, I mean, you can't really choose that, you know, kind of, we just now go go forward you know, the next step is, in, you know, with our journey with Duma and me is, you know, negotiating with member two, finding the um, the facility to scale up. We can now produce, I, you know, kind of really literally in my basement right now, can to produce a good number of products, but that will be, the limit will be there soon. So that's where we will be hiring people, um, which is exciting too and daunting because you need to look at insurance and everything and uh, uh, some cash flow proper and all that. So it's giving back. That's the exciting part. Yeah, I think there's always those scary moments, but it is exciting. And I love the point that you made of where you guys just incorporated, because I think sometimes people think, oh, I need to have all these things done before I, I start, you know, developing my product or talking to customers and stuff. But really, that's not the case. You just need to get out there and start sort of pounding the pavement. And once you start talking to people and finding your customer, I, you tend to see that those other things fall into place and aren't quite as scary as they might have seemed. Yes. And then ultimately, I mean, obviously, we hope that our company is very successful but that's, you know, it will be the customer then. Uh, are they buying the product? Do we have the right price point? Uh, do we have the right marketing strategy and, you know, communicating to them to, to buy our products? Now we are going to hear from Duma Young to tell us a bit about the ethical considerations in developing Maskeomen. Well, just a little bit about myself. So my name is Duma Young and I am uh, one of, um, my parents are uh, the late William Fred Young and Veronica Phillips from Waikagma. I grew up in Baligoway First Nation, but nobody really knows where that is. So 
Um, I tell people, Eskizoni is my band. Maskunomi, why we started it up was because I realized that as we were doing research into traditional medicines, and I grew up on the trap line, so I already knew quite a lot. And bringing it into a um, open uh, area, for years I was always told that you shouldn't tell anybody. But by doing this, we almost lost the knowledge. And so part of why we started up Masquiomi is to go out and tell everyone about it, and in particular, restore the knowledge to Uno communities and to show that Uno science, Uno approaches to healing is just as valid as any Western science. And that when we do this, we're actually uh, doing a decolonizing uh, and reconciliation process and helping each community and each Uno people. The only other thing I think I wanted to get you to highlight was Mateus had touched a bit on um, sort of the ethics and the, the sort of business process, I guess, you guys have been working to develop to really highlight the inclusion um, of community and stuff. So do you want to touch on that a bit, maybe? One of the interesting components of setting up Masquiomi was that examining the ethics of how to use traditional indigenous knowledge and how to do an effective and ethical commercialization of indigenous knowledge. Many times uh, in the past, indigenous knowledge, when it was commercialized, did not benefit indigenous communities. And so one of the things when we set out to uh, start up Matsuyomi is that this was going to be one of the foundational principles that we'll, we will be operating this business on is that there will be an ethical commercialization and that uh, in the new community will benefit um, as an equal partner, as a significant partner, and as a full partner in all of this. And that's why I think that distinguishes us from other companies. Uh, Matthias, is there anything else that you want to add about Maskeoman or... The process that you guys have gone through or i think we're, we're pretty much covered it uh it's it's a big team effort so it's not only me so it's it's duma and um people in member two and others uh who helped us along the way um in in getting in getting where we are right now um and uh i can only say stay tuned um check out for mask for Omen, hopefully in social media a big launch on our e-commerce site uh, very shortly. Um, and um, feel free to contact us and uh, um, get your get your products. That's great, thank you. We'll make sure to put the contact details down in our show notes so people can get their hands on the soap. Thank you so much, Mateus, for being here today. And this is the podcast Startup East. If you wanna learn more about the companies or the services that Novacorp offers, you can visit innovacorp.ca. Innovacorp works with high potential Nova Scotia startups. Discover more about how Innovacorp can be a partner in your venture at innovacorp.ca. Together, we can change the face of business in Nova Scotia.